Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Mental Health Matters podcast. We're here with uh, my my brother Benson. Yes, uh, I've known him for a while. We've been we worked together for a while. We've been friends for a while. Uh, all that stuff. So I guess we'll just dive in. Um, how would you say your mental health is like right now? Um, honestly, man, I don't want to say like if I'm being like very honest, it's like literally like in, I want to say like in between, mm-hmm. in between, because like, I I battle with it a lot. You know, but I will say I am doing like um a lot better now. Mm-hmm. But like it is like a balance um sometimes. But I'm trying to like do like better. You know, I'm trying to be like better now and just have more of uh, positive outlook on things. Yeah, yeah. So like, so something I always wonder too about you, and like, because mm-hmm. like you've always been kind of like a very private person, like mm-hmm. in general. Like you never really like everyone always wondered about you, and like you're very private, which isn't a bad thing. But um, like, what was childhood like for you, kind of? How'd that kind of play out? Was it a really rough childhood or was it kind of, how would you describe it? Oh man. Um, my childhood, I would say was very, uh, it was very like unique, you know, cause growing up and stuff like, okay. So my parents, they're Nigerian. So growing up in my childhood and stuff, I got bullied a lot. Like where I'm about to really take this conversation is going to be like, dang, like, but when people hear this stuff, like what I'm about to say, like my whole outlook on it, but Growing up, I had to grow up like with my own con, like bullying me and stuff. And uh, I never understood that as a kid until I got older and stuff. And, and it saw the reason why I still didn't justify it. But I guess because of like my last name and stuff. So a lot of people mm-hmm. call me like, <laughs> man, like, you know, African booty scratcher, like a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff, man. Like African booty scratcher, go back to where you're from. You don't belong here. But like, but like my own con, people that have my same skin. And I'm like, why are people with my own skin color like bullying me for, you know? So at a young age, I had a lot of like self-hatred. I mean, I hated being African. I hated, you know, being black to a certain extent because like I saw my own con bully me, you know what I'm saying? Um, So childhood was, you know, it was very like rough and stuff. And I got bullied a lot because I was a bigger kid too. So people like make fun of me because of that. And um, yeah, man. So like childhood would just, it, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. And yeah. I had, a, I actually like, and you probably don't even know this about me. I had like a very similar experience. It wasn't mm-hmm. like quite as brutal as yours, but um, like growing up too, I was like really overweight and I was basically the overweight Hispanic kid <coughs> and man. pretty much like kind of went through the same kind of stuff. And like people didn't really want to hang out with me or talk to me and like, it just uses judgment, basically, and bullying, which is obviously terrible and shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, would you say, like, would you say, how would, when would you say you started to take your mental health serious? Because, like, I know for me, like, my my journey only started, like, six months ago before I, like, really decided to work on it, which, you know, how long, at what point did you decide I really need to, like, work on this stuff? Um, Honestly, man, I didn't start working on it until I got, like, a lot older, a lot older, because I didn't realize what mental health was and depression all that stuff i didn't realize what none of that stuff was when i was younger but i just noticed i ha- I go through a lot of mood swings and mood changes and i didn't know why like i didn't know what what it was you know um and i even had friends that were, were that were actually like depressed and stuff like you know in high school and stuff and i'll be having the same feelings as them but i didn't know what that was you know i didn't know i didn't identify that this is like depression like this is you know this is this is mentally affecting me i didn't realize it till i got like a lot older but like kind of going a little bit back to my childhood just a little bit um 
like yeah man like like depression and stuff like i didn't realize how serious it was like until like i said it, until i got like a lot like older and stuff like i went through a lot of stuff like so that you know that really uh yeah that really like broke me down like i didn't realize it until i got older like a lot older yeah and same like with me and part like honestly part of the reason i kind of started to uh like you i don't know if you may or may not know this uh i've done like at this point 27 sessions of therapy now oh, i have wow. like i actually have one like not this weekend but the one after so like i've been in it like pretty consistently but like i really didn't take it serious because like um like i started to like and i mentioned this in the last podcast too i mentioned like because of that stuff like would that happen with me personally i started to push everybody away like mm. family friends and i was like i just didn't really want to be around people and i kind of like stopped talking to like y'all like Close to my closer friends in my circle, I kind of like left that circle. Mm. But it's not even that I like wanted to, it's that I kind of like felt like I didn't have much of a choice. And then on top of that, um, other relationships started failing. So then over time, it just got to a point where like I literally couldn't like, I couldn't even take it anymore. I was like, I gotta get help like now. <laughs> Cause mm. like, I don't wanna have to deal with this anymore. Like it, it was getting to the point where it was like, there were some days like I didn't want to be alive. Like that's how bad it got. Like there are some mm. days where it was like, I like, I felt sick. Like I felt sick in the head. Like I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I just be normal? So like, um, that's what got me to get help too. And I was like, you know, in my childhood, I know I had a lot of stuff from there and I'm still like working through that. I'm trying to like mend stuff. So like, that's kind of my experience with it. So like definitely for anyone who's like trying to work on stuff, I re I mean, therapy is expensive. I'm not going to lie to you. It's expensive and it's an investment though. So like you could either look at therapy as like, oh, this is a cost or a bill or as an investment. Because a bill is something you pay to keep the lights on. A bill is something to pay to keep the water running. An investment is something that grows. So, like, you look at therapy as a way to grow your mental health. So, that's kind of what I was doing with it. Man, that was awesome. That so, was awesome, um, anyways, so you did have some, you know, in the past year or two, you did have some family loss. Uh, yeah. How, how was that for you? And how, kind of how did you navigate through it? Um. Mm. Man, it was uh it was hard, man, because like, you know, um that wasn't like my first time losing somebody. And it was like, but it was like all right, so it's kinda like but it was one of those things where um it affected me the most because it was uh it's a death of a parent. Mm -hmm. So something that like um it's a different kind of pain. You know what I mean? I've lost friends before, I've lost um other family members like aunts and uncles, um, stuff like that, and then uh just just recently, like in January, I just lost like one of my youngest like cousins too. Uh -huh. So like, it, so I've, I've dealt with loss, you know, but with the death of a parent, it just, um, it's very different. Um, the way I navigate it, uh, it's hard to say, man. It's hard to say because it's one of those things where, um, like it's, uh, you never fully get over it. It just become easy just to like live with it, I guess, like it become easier as time go on, but that pain is always still going to be there. Like the most random times too, it'll literally just mm -hmm. pop up. Like you could literally be watching something on TV. You see something that remind you of that, you're probably going to end up on the eyes up. So. Oh yeah, and like I never experienced like I mean, and I know it will happen. It happens to everyone. I haven't experienced like loss of a parent, thankfully. And mm -hmm. like for me though, like I'm mending stuff with my dad now. But for the longest time, like we didn't talk or anything. Like I would see like people on Instagram, like family photos and stuff, and they were triggers too. Especially like when I watch movies and they'll be like, "Oh, dad sent me baseball." It's like little stuff will be triggers for me. And then same thing like uh, with other family members that I'm not like really cool with and that I used to be. Yeah. Like I have little triggers for it too. 
But uh, I think like the best way to navigate is like you said, you kind of, I don't know that there's like a, a full answer to that. I think you kind of have to just go through it a little bit. And um, I don't know, I, I kind of like what you did with it though, because I noticed after like you, after you lost your dad, I noticed you like started to make, uh, you started to make songs for him and stuff. So mm-hmm. like you had an outlet and we talked about this on my last episode too. If you don't have an outlet, like it's, it's damn near impossible to get through that stuff it really is it really is um like you definitely need a, a outlet just anything you love doing so if you love to paint do that if you love to work out do that just find something um you kind of become like a muse in a sense that you can use and something like a vice but a positive vice that, that you're into and stuff like that because like um you're definitely gonna need something like that like me i'm not one of those people that um i mean i'm talking about it now but i'm not one of those people to really go to people and tell them like how I feel about stuff and stuff like that. Like, if you want to know how I feel, listen to my music. Like, that's where it comes out in because like, uh, and, and you know, like I said, I just started doing that because like, this is the best way I can honor him. I mean, the best way I could physically honor him is that. Like, you know what I mean? If it, if it was my way, I'll personally go up to, you know, I'll personally go up to heaven if I could and go talk to him, you know, if I could uh, and stuff like that. But the best way for me to represent him here, just making songs about him, honoring him, just keeping his name alive, uh as best as i can so yeah, yeah. uh i always notice that too because uh, like for we we lived to like we were roommates for a, a little bit there and mm-hmm. um like i remember that happening and like i didn't hear it from you i like i heard it from josh which at the time josh for the people listening josh is our other roommate was yeah. our other roommate um yeah. i heard it from him and like I remember like you would be home, but I know how personal you are. I know how private you are. So like, I always wanted to check on you. It was like, I just didn't really know if it was like the best idea. Cause like, I know how you are, can be with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I don't know. I feel like though, ever since that stuff has happened and like you start, I don't know, you seem to be more open with stuff though. Like, I think you've been like, when I first met you, you're really closed off. And like, mm-hmm. even when we first met, like we were friends, but like, it took me a, a minute just to like, know you like that yep it took yep. me a minute so i don't know I, like, I just remember always like with your music i would listen to it and be like okay because i remember like i think it was like a few days after your dad had passed you literally had a song like done mm-hmm. and i would hear you recording too and i didn't know what you're recording but i kind of assumed that was your outlet yep but that's what i that's why i even started the podcast because like i got to a point where i was like i've always wanted to do this like for the longest time like this dates back to when we worked at zaxby's right like that place was so draining too. Like I just didn't have it mentally to, <laughs> I didn't have it mentally to do that. I don't blame you, man. And then um, over time, like I said, I just got to a point where I was like, man, I gotta find an outlet. Cause I, I, it, I literally couldn't take it. Like it was getting to the point where I would lay, and I also uh, mentioned this last podcast too. It was like getting to the point where I lay in bed, like I wouldn't get up. Like I just couldn't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I was like kind of done living like that. It, it sucks. So like I'm, a, I'm a 22, and like this is like my prime time. This is where I figure myself out and what I'm gonna do and what I want to do and what career and whatever. And it's just life is already short. So it's like me laying here. I mean, it's understandable sometimes for people to be that way, but like you still have to kind of push yourself. Yep. And then exactly. also like uh, also out of your comfort zone too, though. Yep. Like yep. if you don't step out of your kind, like even doing this, still like I'm still like self conscious. Mm-hmm. I listen to these on repeat to like check myself and I'm like, did I do what I, what could I improve on and stuff? Um, well, like, I don't know. I just, on the other side of fear, you kind of can reach your stuff. Fear like blocks a lot of people from doing things they want to do. Man, that makes, um, it makes a lot of sense. And back to the outlet thing, man, like it, 
it was one of them situations where um it wasn't like an easy thing because like when i because okay he's when i'm talking about like my life i'm like okay cool i could talk about certain things and breakups and stuff like that but this is something i can't get back you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so this is not a person i could just get back so it was like hard for me to talk about it because it was like i'm at first but like i had to i just i just felt with some in me i was like i have to do this like for him you know so um that's what pushed me to do it but like it was uncomfortable like even some of the songs i made for him if i'm being honest with you like for the longest time like just until like recently i'm able to listen to some of the songs now but around that time i made them i, I made them and it's crazy because i made them edited everything made videos for them, everything and then put them out but for the longest time i wasn't listening to those songs over again because it made me like relive certain things um so just recently i've been able to like re-listen to the stuff again you know what i mean like actually listen to them you know in its entirety and stuff so well, a uh, good out. Um, and like I said, I can't, I can't, I'm not speaking from experience because I've never had like a major family loss where, I mean, I have had family loss. My, my uncle passed recently. Well, that, sorry that, to hear was, about that, man. Yeah, that was tough. But um, like direct, like mom or dad, like that's going to hit way different for me. Mm -hmm. But, um, and that's despite like my relationship with them, like whether I'm this super close or like kind of close or we just talk from time to time, it's still going to hurt the same. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think like the best way to look at it is like, when when your parents are gone or like grandparents whoever you lose it could be a sister brother cousin whoever like you have to think about like would they want you to would they want you to quit or would they yeah. especially as a parent because parents only want their kids to succeed parents want their kids to do big things they want them to reach their full potential so i guess like how i kind of look at it is like with family loss and even and family loss doesn't always mean death by the way like family loss could be like, you know, maybe someone stabs you in the back. Maybe someone wrongs you. Maybe someone hurts you and you lose them. And it's not your fault, but you lose them because you can't trust them or whatever. But like, you still got to keep going though. Like, exactly. You got to exactly. pick, you got to pick yourself up. Cause at the end of the day, like you have, like I said, life is short and we only have so much time. So we got to capitalize on it. Yep. Because like, uh, I heard like a little line in a song. It's like, you blink like once or twice. And the next thing you know, you're 50 years old. And then you kind of have to look back on your life and be like, okay, well, how did I spend that? Because, you know, so anyways, when there's a loss, you got to like keep in mind that they wouldn't want you to sit there. And it's yeah. okay to mourn though. Like you're going to yeah. mourn that loss. That's totally fine. Mourning and being sad and depressed. That's really normal to fall into depression over that. Mm -hmm. But it's really about getting back up. So like, you're going to fall if that happens. You're going to like definitely struggle. But it's not even about that. It's like how it's a, your recovery that matters now. Cause there's not one person who loses like a close loved one who doesn't struggle. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to happen, but how do you pick yourself up? That's where you have to. And also I said this, uh, I use this. I think about this all the time in my situation. Like whenever you feel like, um, your back's against the wall, like you can either, you really have nowhere else to go, but like forward, you can only push back. Yeah. And that's kind of like, I said that in the last one as well. Is like I said, that's kind of the beauty of being with your back against the wall is like, you only have one direction to go now. Yeah. You only got one direction and you just got to do it. But also like, would you say there's anyone who's like, I, cause I know you're super private, but would you say there's anyone who's like kind of been able to be a positive influence through all that? Or were you kind of just like riding solo through that? Um, if I'm being like 100% uh, honest with you, it was, I want to say probably like my, um, if it was anyone I really like let the closest in, like I said, even though I didn't tell people that many people like exactly was 100% what was going on. If it was someone that was closest to it, I will say like my best friend because he went through the same situation like a couple years ago, and um, 
so he was able to like really be there and stuff. And I guess because we were both able to like relate to the same exact thing, it's like he identified with my pain. And, and at that moment, I identified with his. But um, but back to what you were saying, man. Like I, I agree. Like it definitely gets to a point where um, you know, yeah, yeah, more and yeah, take yeah, take time for yourself. But like you said, um, they wouldn't want you to be like that. You know what I'm saying? They'll want you to like get up and keep it moving. They'll want you to you know become better for them. And that's the way I had to start looking at things. Like I'm gonna become successful because of you know with with, with me knowing like the way he raised me, the stuff that he instilled in me. He wanted me to always be better than him. You know. Um, and even though I personally don't feel like, you know, what I mean, I could reach that. He felt like that, you know, so mm -hmm. always growing up, he always instilled in me education is then the third become successful, uh, stuff like that. So, uh, so that's how I feel. I feel like I want to become that, you know, like I want to become better, you know, because of that. So, yeah, yeah. And I, I, that like, that's what I noticed too. Cause I remember, um, like <laughs> we both were managers of Zaxby's and that's how we met. And like, that's like the only thing good that came out of that whole few years i mean you did it for like a long time oh, but yeah, I, I was there for two years and i was I had enough of it but um <laughs> no like i remember times like uh where you just kind of get fed up and like i remember this one specific time you wrote it two weeks out because you had got it had enough of it and I, I got to work that day and i was like what what is this i was like no what i remember i asked her i was like did you get a new job or something you told me no and i ripped it up but the reason I did that, though, is because I was like, look, right? And this is something we never even talked about. The reason I did that was because I was like, look, I understand you don't want to be here. I don't want to be here either. Mm -hmm. And like, but at the same time, it's like, I already knew you were going to do better things. It was just a matter of time. So I was like, this is basically just a stepping stone situation. And mm -hmm. like, I, don't, I think that's how you should look at like negative situations in life. Like right now, I don't like my job at all. Like, I really don't want to do that. However, like, I know I'm made for more than that. And like, I'm. I struggle with this, but I'm trying to view it as like a stepping stone yeah. kind of thing. So, um, yeah, like I said, but uh, having someone positive around you is important, though. Yeah. Like I said, you is. can't really surround yourself with negative people, and especially if you're going through something like that. And then, you know, and it's good. I'm glad you had someone who can like relate directly, though, because like I as much as like me and some of your other friends could talk to you, mm -hmm. like I don't Oh, I guess, Josh, you know, certain people have experienced yeah. family loss. Yeah now exactly, exactly. Yeah. so like there's a handful of people who relate to you but like for example i can't relate on that level so like it's good you had some people to like kind of do that yep and, and another person i want to say just right quick is probably like my um my mom and stuff i'll say my like my mom was mm -hmm. another one because um it got to a certain point i was just looking at stuff from my perspective but i had to look at it from her perspective like you just lost the husband you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. You just lost your husband. You you known him way longer, way before I was born. You know, yeah. so it's like you y'all grew up, you know, to a certain age together. Like y'all literally grew up and went through certain experiences. But see, like how positive my mom like was and stuff. It, like it made me want to become better for her too, because she still need me. You know, what I mean, my dad ain't around no more, so it's like she still need me. I got to be better for her too. I have um two younger sisters, so you know I got to be that person for them now. Like I got to be that that I'm not explaining it. Like, I don't know. I don't want to say role model, but just, I got to be like that positive person. I got to be able to pick up the piece and be like, all right, y'all, like we got this, you know, I got to, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Cause you know, so I got to be able to build up the pieces because you know, you, you know how like, you know, certain, uh, like females, they, they, they tend to be like, I think like more, I don't want to say more emotional, 
with that kind of stuff. Would you say like nurturing? Would be yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably say like nurturing, nurturing in a sense, you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I, I had to like kind of pick up the pieces in a sense, you know, like kind of bring everything back together and be like, all right, y'all, like it's going to be okay. We got this, you know, like it's going to be fine. So I'll say my mom was like a positive, you know, force, a force for me as well. So, well, like with that situation too, I think a good way to view it too is like a passing of the torch mm-hmm. because like, um, Oh, like obviously unfortunately your dad's not around but if you if he were here right now and he you were if he were to ask you or like you're asking what do you want from me he wants you to be there for your family too mm-hmm. like that's a that's a positive outlook on the situation it's like he wouldn't want you to quit because if you quit then they might quit and then that's a family collapsing but instead you could take the situation like all get stronger from it mm-hmm. because like especially if you all walk through it together like you can take a lot from that so I don't know. I, I kind of would view it as like a passing of the torch. Like, you know, he yeah, lived a full sure. life. He raised you well. He raised everyone well. He was a good husband, a good father. He did everything he could do. For sure. And for unfortunately, sure. his time just came. But with that being said, though, now like you kind of have you have that those shoes to fill now. And that can be a little bit pressure, but like it's a positive thing, though. Yep. Because, yep. Exactly. you know, your family needs you. Exactly. exactly. Especially your sister's. You know, like um, my sister, like, you know, we don't, we may not talk every day or anything, but like, I love my sister. And like, you know, what I want to be there for my family, like you do too. Mm-hmm. So um, with music, has music always been your outlet or have you ever had any, has there any been any other outlets that you use or was it just like strictly music? Um, The other outlets I, I want to say I currently use, um, well, I got to do it more, of course, but you know, um, is uh, I try to use working out too. Like I try to work out too as well like to kind of like keep my mind off of it because it, it was a big influence in my life like it was a time uh, in my life i used music and working out like side by side so like i'll, I'll make music but then i also go to the gym and like you know and work out and stuff and uh and that and music together just always like made me like you know uh, it was always like an outlet in a sense you know what i'm saying like i always used it like a motivation thing like okay this is the way i'm, I'm gonna let it out but yeah music man i've been doing music since i was like 12 years old like i've been doing it for a while and i didn't know how much i needed it until like i like i said until i got older and i was like man this right here is more than just a hobby to me there's not something i'm just you know like when i first started doing it like i said it started off as a hobby then i just quickly realized this is a passion of mine like i need this you know so like i need it to to to, uh to you know to express myself so yeah it's a passion project that's and that's that's exactly what my podcast is to me it's like I've never like I've never fully been one to like care what people think about what I'm doing. I tend to like not even pay attention to that negative stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like with this, like I actively want feedback on it. I actively want people to like let me know what they think. And like I literally like today I called like three people. I was like, hey, I know you listen. What'd you think? What could I do better? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It because it's like it's your passion project. Exactly. And like for me, like I'm going through stuff right now. But like to talk to to hear some like other people's story helps me out. Because it's like sometimes when you're struggling with loss, I feel like feel like you're alone, mm-hmm. and like you know, that's kind of the whole like purpose of the podcast. It's in the description. It's this designed to make you not feel alone because that's the worst feeling. Yep, it really is. And so, um, yeah, that's why like my passion project. Though I don't know, like hearing other people's stories and what they're going through, it's like, man, like you kind of. <laughs> You don't want to compare situations, but it's kind of like whatever you have going on, like you kind of have to think like someone's got something so much worse. Yeah. And like, it's very easy to like, kind of 
wallow in your situation and it's okay. It's understandable sometimes, but you got to like try to, I don't know. That's why I like talking to people and connecting Yep. and like meeting new people and doing something positive. Like you gotta, everyone needs to talk. And like, I've actually, I saw like, a, I forgot to tell you this. I saw a stat and it's like really disturbing. I actually like shook me a little bit. Um, between 2020 and now, uh, like mental health hotlines, uh, the suicide prevention hotline, all that stuff, they've gone up 891%. Oh, wow. And the amount of like calls they get, messages, uh, and that's just like any any form of help you can get over the phone, 891%. And that is not an exaggeration, not 89%, 891%. That's astronomical. That's that insane. Is, that so is. what that tells me now is hearing that my my heart sink because this is what my passion project, I want to talk to people and help people, but it's like, how many people are really struggling right now and not saying anything? Yeah. Because the lot, thing man. is, people like want want help. Everyone wants help. No one wants to feel depressed or lonely or anxious, but like it's hard to get help. Mm-hmm. Like getting into therapy is difficult. And it's like a really it's kind of a hard process. Uh, you don't always get like the right therapist. Sometimes you have to go like I was lucky on my first try. But um That's good. That's a good. lot of the time you have to like try three or four people. It's just a really long process. And also like people get kind of I don't know. I think mental health is being taken more serious, but it's still not being taken serious enough. Like yeah, your words and your actions toward people. It's like if you're, if it could seriously, you could be rude to someone for no reason. And that could be the straw that breaks the camel's back for them. Cause you don't know what's going on in their head. That's why you just got to try to be nice. And that doesn't mean you can like, don't let people walk on you. Yep. But at the same time, like don't just be, we have to be more mindful like that. You don't know what that person is dealing with. Like in your case, you're dealing with, you dealt with family loss. Like, Imagine someone being rude to you for no reason or kind of disrespecting you when you're already in a bad headspace and they don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why you just have to, I don't know, I, as a society, we're just kind of like, we got to be there for each other mentally. There's not enough of this going around. Yeah, it's like, not, conversations. Man. It's not. A lot of people are just, uh, this day and age, man, a lot of people are just desensitized, man. And, and, and it's terrible. You know, it's terrible because it's like, um, you know, it, it, it's... Everyone want to sit there and, you know, make jokes until they're, they're the butt of it, you know? So it's like, and that's the, you know, that's the terrible thing, man. Like, you know, it's all fun and games until it happens to you. And it just, so it just, man, it's all about just the sensitize, man. People, I just feel like we as people, man, just got to care, care about each other more, man. Talk to people more, you know, not only that, man, but like something me, something that also helped me out kind of like now is that me and my best friend, we ask each other, how's your mental doing? You know, like, how are you doing up top? Like, you know what I mean? We just ask that randomly out of nowhere. We could be talking about some, we could just, just sit there and crack a jokes. Out of nowhere, we'll just ask each other, you know, how's your mental doing, man? Like, how, how are you doing up top? And sometimes just good to just check on your people, like check on them sometimes. Like, don't just see what they're doing. Like, ask them how 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 they're actually doing, how they're doing up top. How, what are they thinking? You know, like sometimes ask, you know, and it's good to just, um, you know, have that dialogue sometimes. And, and not only that, but it's going to make you all closer. You know, it's going to make you all closer for sure. And um, so I feel like people, man, we as people just need to start. Um, doing that more man just start caring about each other more so yeah and i can fully relate to what you're saying because like before like i never really i feel like i always had some kind of like uh anxiety and like my anxiety used to be really horrible like throughout high school but like prior to that though and even then i still don't take mental serious so i would see someone who'd be like sad and be like they need to just get over it Mm. now i see someone who'd be like they're like anxious like why don't they just chill out like it's not that big of a deal Mm. and I, i had that kind of attitude with it and then when i got older I felt I, I had all those same issues times 10. I was like, I feel like I'm literally sick. 
Like, I can't help this. Like, it, yeah. it feels like it runs through your veins and you're like, you can't help it. It's a disease. It's weird. And so that kind of is also why I decided to get help. Cause I was like, man, I didn't, you know, I really didn't realize how serious this was. And then no one does. No one does. And it kind of creeps up on you too. So it's like, it's really important to keep an eye on it. Like you don't have to, it's not good to dwell on your mental health and be like, don't dwell on your anxiety and depression. I don't dwell on it. But at the same time, like, don't lose sight of it. Don't keep an eye on where you're at. Like you have to, that's why like, um, like I say this a lot, but it's so helpful journaling. Oh yeah. Journaling is so helpful. Like I honestly, I like, I still don't, I still don't do it as much as I'd like to, but, um, yeah, like seriously, like I'll have a really bad day. I'll journal and then like, I feel better. But when you do that though, it's nice because like for me, I'll, I'll journal and I'll come back to like at the end of the week and I'll read it. Now, like, it's almost like, it's almost like you hit the rewind button because like mentally you may be doing really bad one day and then Monday you're doing horrible Friday. You're doing okay. You're doing better, but it's, you can read back though, because Mm -hmm. when you, and it's good to do it in the moment. Like if you have the, if you have the time, stop what you're doing and write or type on your phone or whatever you got to do. And you can rewind and like, I don't know. I feel like you can better understand your mental health by doing it like that. Because you're like, okay, on Monday I was here and I, I wrote this goal. On Friday I'm here and like, I don't know, you keep tabs on how you're doing. Oh, it, yeah. Opposed to it's like, we, our brains move so fast. It's like we're on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Like day by day, it's always something different. Even if you have the same job and do the same thing, there's always something. That, no day is the same. I've not had one day that's been like consistent. Everything has different <laughs> challenges to it and stuff. So, but with that being said, that's why you have to like keep tabs on it. Cause if you don't, you're going to lose it. And then, then you don't know you have a problem. Yeah, man. So like, that's very true, man. Like, um, it's all about, like, like you said, it's all about keeping tabs and also like checking yourself, like checking yourself. And then also like being in the now too. Like, I feel like a lot of people need to stop. Like, uh, I don't want to say need to stop, but I feel like some people need to recognize like, it's okay. To, that that you have a problem is okay. Like for the longest time, I was in denial about having like being depressed or or um, sometimes me having my mood swings. I was I was in denial about it. I'm like, man, I'm normal. I'm normal. It's just it's just a it just a you know out of the ordinary occurrence. And I'm like, when it start happening more and more frequent, that's when I started noticing. Okay, this this is an issue. Like, this is not just a normal thing. And then it made me really trace back and be like, man, I got trauma from my childhood. Like, and, and, and it's crazy because I want to um, kind of backtrack just a little bit. Like, okay, so um, from my childhood to now, I noticed whenever I started uh, losing weight or even when I go to the gym or even now when I'm making music, I'll use a lot of stuff people said to me as a kid and I still use it as motive. I, I still use them insults to motivate me now. Mm-hmm. And it's the weirdest thing. Like, you know, I'll be in the gym working out or whatever. When I feel like I'm getting tired, I think about that same insult people said to me back when I was a kid. And that's what showed me I still have like that trauma, you know, but but at least I'm trying to use it as motivation, but I still have that trauma sometimes. So it's all about recognizing, okay, you know, th- there's something there. Like this is not just a, you know, out of the ordinary occurrence. Like, you know, it's okay to make you have a problem, you know? And that's like the biggest issue with people. And um, like, I mean, you have addicts and, uh, you have addicts and not an addiction isn't just drugs or alcohol, by the way. You can oh, be addicted yeah. to a whole plethora of things. It could be whatever. It could be like something as simple as YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, for me, like me and my coping mechanism was YouTube. When I laid in bed and didn't do anything, I just watched YouTube like to the point where it's like, okay, 
you just need to get rid of it and just <laughs> like put YouTube down. It's almost, you know, but um, yeah, definitely like part of it will have to fight too with that is like, you have to acknowledge. Yeah. And it's like, for me, like when yeah. I was struggling with stuff and people were like telling me, I had like a bunch of people around me telling me, Hey, like you're being a little too aggressive. Like you're progressively getting more angry. I'm like, I'm not being angry, but my response literally was angry, but mm. I can't like see that though. Like, cause I'm just, to me, it's become normal. Like when you can't let that stuff, you can't normalize it with yourself. Like yeah. that's also what the going back in the journal. Cause you could be like, Oh, this day I was like, and just to be clear, generally, it never has to be something all nice and neat. It doesn't have to be like, <laughs> Oh, this is how I'm feeling. Like it could really, you could literally write, man, this is a terrible day. Yeah. Period. Close the book. That's all you have to write. But like, however you have to do it. But yeah, like I just would look back and be like, and once you really like, kind of calm down, you're like, wow, I was a little bit too aggressive. Or I was a little too rude. So like, you just have to not be in denial. And like, I think people are in denial because it's a judgment thing, especially when you're like, oh, I'm so depressed. People kind of have this like attitude of like, oh, we all have stuff going on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We all have stuff going on. That's fair. That is yeah. true. But yeah. why are we not helping each other? Why are we attacking each other? Exactly. Because you're, you're making something, you're fueling a fire. Exactly, exactly. And especially if you're someone who's going to attack, if you don't have any, like if your mental health is like pretty stout and you don't have a lot of issues <laughs> and you're like going to attack someone who does, like that's just, that's cruel. So I think like people are in denial just because like they don't, it's hard to talk about this stuff already. Yeah. Like it's already difficult, yeah. but at the pressure of judgment, at the pressure of people being like, oh, get over it. Mm -hmm. It's just not that simple. You can't just get over stuff. No. Now yeah. it doesn't mean like, I feel like there's a certain point where you have to work toward it though. Like yeah, there's exactly. a certain point where like, you know, if I came to you and said, Ben, I'm so depressed, Ben, I'm so depressed. If I said that to you for a year or like even six months, there's gotta be a point where like as a friend or as a brother or as a family member, you gotta kind of be like, okay, I sympathize with you, but like, we're going to fix this now. Yeah. You just gotta be there for people, bro. And it's like, um, even if it's a stranger, you don't have to hold their hand through a whole journey, but like people don't realize how encouraging a text message is. Yeah. Like I'll have people who text me like, oh, I hope you have a great day. And that little like turns it around. Like it takes one text message. Exactly. And like that's the exactly. power. That's the power of words. It takes one text message to make or break someone. Because you don't know what they got going on. So just I think like people need to take the lesson of if we were more, if, if society was more accepting and like less cruel to people for what they're going through and less judgmental. Because at the end of the day, we all have dirty laundry. Yeah. So it's like exactly. for, for someone to judge someone else over theirs, it's like, let's talk about you now. <laughs> I mean, what are you hot? What's hiding? What's behind your door now? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not like you don't want to, but that's not good. Like, you don't want to judge them. We shouldn't judge each other. It's just let's talk, you know? Hey, like, why? What's going on? Yeah. Especially if it's out of character. Like, if I can't, if like, if I came to you and you were like pissed off and being like a jerk to me. I wouldn't be like, well, Benson died. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be like, hey, like, there's clearly something wrong. Yeah, like, something's going on. There going on. Like, like, what is this? Like, and it's a level of patience too. Like, if you care about people and like, you care about your friends, and you just have to have a level of patience with people. Yeah. And like, I'm still learning that. Like, I still get a little. I'm not going to lie. I still get a little snappy with people. I'm still like, like some people just do things. Like, I have like little pet peeves, and people do it. And I'm like, oh, that's so stupid. Like, why? <laughs> But then I'm like, I got to stop myself. I'm like, just stop, Eli. <laughs> like, that doesn't even affect you, bro. Like, chill. So it's kind of like a mental thing. I get it, man. I get it. Um, at the end of the day, man, like, you know, you're still human. So you're still going to, you know, battle with that stuff. But that's good that you that you recognize 
that that and you're like man all right maybe i'm doing too much because i catch myself sometimes too and i'm like man okay you're doing too much and, so, and sometimes i'll catch it like literally at the um right at the tail end of it like if i'm pissed off or something and i'm and i'm mad or something i don't recognize it until like i'm right like some, sometimes it would take me like hours but then sometimes like more recently i've been real i've been trying to like really catch it right at the tail end like all right man chill chill okay calm down you know what i mean Woosa, man it's gonna be okay it's yeah gonna be fun you know so yeah you gotta it's you gotta hold you ha- that's kind of the big thing is your circle is important oh yeah it's not it's a, a quality over quantity you could have 10 friends who don't care and 10 friends if you want to use that phrase uh, yeah. associates i would say yeah over friends but it's like it's better to have you have to hold yourself accountable, but you it's good to have people that when you're not gonna hold yourself accountable because you're not always going to. Yeah. You gotta have someone be like, hey. Like I remember with you a lot of the time, like if there's something going on, I was accidentally you'd be like, Hey, can we let's go talk in the lobby? Oh yeah, for sure. The amount of times we sure. we sat in the lobby and talked. <laughs> but that's good though, because that like pulled me out and it's like, man, I'm kinda of being like I'm kinda of being rude to like everyone right now. I gotta chill. So yeah. keeping your circle like tight knit and accountable. I mean, I mean, man, I, I agree. You've done the, uh, you've done the same thing to me, and I feel like a, a lot of people in our friend group has done that, man. Like a lot of times where we could have just fell off and stopped talking to each other. Um, I'm glad that we all like talked it out, and we we all recognized, like, man, this is, this is our friendship is much more important. You know what I mean? If it's not that serious like that, we could talk about it, let yeah. it go, grow from it, and a lot of times we we grew closer from it. So, you know, so that's good. And yeah, just you gotta, like I said, just we society needs to be better when everyone needs to improve we all need to be better yeah Um, it's necessary and every for everyone's mental health like just pump as much positivity because i i honestly um i would like to think there's more positivity than negativity but that's just doesn't seem like the case so like if you can be even a small part like just invest in that and pump it out positive vibes podcasts like this there's plenty i mean there's not as many as you know, I wish there was more, but um, stuff like this and music and just keep your mind moving. Yeah, man. The thing people don't understand, man, like love, like conquers all. Back when I used to hear that, man, like I used to think, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like I used to think at a certain point, like it was corny. Like, yeah, it sounds you know, a little like, bit, yeah. <laughs> I used to hear that, like love over everything. Like, man, go, man, shut the front door and the back door while you're at it. You know what I'm saying? But you know man like love truly conquers all man like you know walking around mad all the time and being angry people don't understand man like there's a lot of weight on your shoulder like there's a lot of weight on you like when i used to walk around like that you could feel it like there's a lot of weight on you like you're walking around with that every day like you know that's not good you know i mean that's not good man so yeah and your whole energy has changed bro. like you have a very you um and of course i don't mean it's an insulting way you had a very like imposing I did. People knew did. when you're Ben Cindy, we know when you're mad, we know when you're not mad. It's yeah. very clear. But uh yeah, you've definitely grown from that. But um just one last question. What are like some thoughts you kinda wanna let go moving forward? Um let me see. You mean thoughts as in like um And as far as like um in order to remain more positive and in order to kind of continue to grow like you are and stay like on a you know incline like what are some of the thoughts you kind of want to let go um just no just just letting go the fact that um it's gonna be like okay no matter what i'm going through it's not it's not gonna last forever you know like whatever pain i'm going through at that moment is gonna pass you know me just 
trying to keep that in my head, like stop um, letting stuff affect me so much in the moment, you know, and this is stuff I'm still working on. Like I said, you know, um, you know, I'm not magically just, you know, uh, happy go jolly every day, mm-hmm. but like it's something I'm working on. Like I'm trying to become better at it. Um, and then I'm also trying to work on more like my like communication skills with certain mm-hmm. things, you know what I'm saying? And stop shutting down because what i do man a lot of times man i shut down with certain yeah. things you know i shut down completely where no one won't hear from me you know anything you know they try to talk to me you're not going to get more than a couple words out of me you know what i mean um so it just it's just me just letting go man the, the fact that it's okay man you could uh you could talk to people about stuff you know what i mean especially if they care about you you know what i mean because i feel like sometimes um with me I hear a lot of other people's problems, but it's like, I don't go, I don't go with my own problems to other people because in my head, I, I be thinking sometimes they got enough stuff going on. I'm not going to bother them with my stuff, not knowing that's not how they feel. Like they want me to come to them. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, just like how they come to me, they, they, they want to help me, you know? So it's like me mm-hmm. just trying to remember, like, there's people there that, 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 that love and care about me. And, and, and anybody that's listening now, man, like anyone that's listening, like just remember, like there's someone out there that care about y'all. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It just, it just, you're, you're, if you're like me, just you're, you're kind of just pushing them away, or you're not like yep. communicating with them. But there's someone out there that mm-hmm. care about you, probably even more than yourself sometimes. So it's yep. just you, you have to allow that person to be there for you, and that's what I had to recognize. Like allow people to be there for you. So yeah, yeah, you gotta um, definitely. <laughs> encourage people not to do that especially in this case you because we're really close i don't want you to do that don't isolate uh-huh. yourself uh isolating yourself is never a good thing no it's not well it's not. uh uh thanks for like i mean this is like you know full disclosure this is like an in-person one which uh-huh. so like i didn't expect that that was going to be a conference call kind of thing so i appreciate you actually like, coming over and like recording this with me and um just like as a friend like i want to let you know like we don't like talk every day or anything but like I am proud of where you're going. And like I, I see like where you're going. And like, you know, I know you struggle with family loss and stuff. But no matter who you lost, bro, like I can tell you right now, everyone's looking down proud, bro. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Appreciate it. Especially, especially your dad, because I know you're you you're you he passed you the torch and you're running with it. So I just really appreciate you recording with me and uh yeah, just if you need anything, obviously, I'm here. Well, before, well, hold on. One more thing before you finish, man. Just one more thing. Okay. Like, I want to give you your flowers, man. I'm really glad that you're um that you're doing this, man. And I want to say, man, I'm proud of you, man. I've seen you come, like, such a long way. um, And I'm proud of you, man. I just know, man, I love you, man. I got love for you. And, uh, and yeah, man, I'm just I'm just happy that you're really doing this. Like, you're helping people with your stuff, with, with, uh, with your podcast. And I really love what you got going on. You know, I just wanted to give you, like, your flowers, man, because... Because you deserve it, man. And thank you for this, man. I'm glad you let me come through and uh, talk about this, man. I feel like we both learned a lot of oh, yeah. stuff, man. I feel like I learned stuff from you. You probably learned stuff from me. So, like, I'm glad, man. Thank you for letting me come on, man. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm proud you. of you, man. Yeah, thank you. And we're going to continue to do it uh, one episode a week moving forward. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm re-motivated. <laughs> Lost a little there, but one episode a week. But, yeah, thank you so much for recording with me. Anytime, man.